Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. As I've expressed in the past, this is not easy for me. I feel that I make what I do look very easy. It is the hardest thing that I have to do is to feel the souls of the departed and encourage people to embrace life with happiness and joy, especially when someone loses a child. The way that Stacy's loved ones came through today, I am still in awe of the feelings, the emotions, that there is no possible way that I would have known that that there has to be something. So if you're listening to this week's podcast and maybe you feel that you've lost faith in yourself and family, maybe it is in God or even an afterlife, this week's episode will get you thinking that there truly is more to life than just here in the physical world. And that when we lose a loved one, the only thing we lose is that physical connection. That soul bond can never and will never be broken. I hope you all enjoy this week's episode on Hey Spirit. Welcome to Hey Spirit, Stacey. I first want to thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to share my gift with you, but most importantly for uh, trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying this to you, but I know there's always a reason. Um, I feel that you know going to a medium, number one, isn't for everyone, and it is also not easy. Right. Because the 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 feeling that I'm being made to feel now is, and and again, like I didn't even give you my speech. I didn't even connect with spirit yet, but I feel like that the souls of your loved ones are making me feel this emotion before we even get started of saying that I know how difficult this is for you because then in a sense, it's almost like then it is another reality reminder that we lost my loved one. Correct? Yes. So um, I understand that. More importantly, I respect that. And I I want you to know that... um, I just heard in my head that this will help you to find the peace that you've been searching for. Yes. As you know, I've been seeing spirit uh, since I'm a child. And I struggled with my gift for many years because I didn't understand why someone would want to come and see a medium. Right. But the, the emotions that your loved ones just made me feel in this moment is a reminder of the reason why I do what I do. To give people the peace and the comfort that they deserve after the loss of a loved one to validate that there truly is more to life than just here in the physical world and that their loved ones are still with us just in a different way. I know it stinks, I know it's not fair. It does give us some type of comfort. Right. Did you like it like this nauseous feeling or like a feeling like, you got like this thing in your stomach? Yes. I don't know who it is yet, but it's your loved one because I just felt this and I was like, what was that? And they were like, oh no, that's how, that's how she feels. Yes. 
I actually heard that's how my mom feels. Oh, gosh. So did you lose a child? I did. And how do you connect with the number five? Uh, the month of May, the fifth of a month? She is five years old when she passed. Validating that that, what you felt in your stomach, there's no way that I would know that you had this queasy, nauseous, whatever this, it was the most bizarre feeling I ever felt. Know that that was your daughter's soul validating okay. her presence because you had such a fear of, oh my God, I want to do this, but what if? What if yes. she doesn't show up? What if she doesn't come through? Yes. So what a beautiful way of her putting all of your fears and worries to rest. Yes. Your mom, um, she said, please tell my mom that there's no way that she would have known that I was going to die. Or do you have a difficult time talking about what happened or what led to her death? Because usually, usually spirit will bring me right through the departure. And she looked at me and she's like, do we have to talk about it? And I was like, we don't have to talk about anything you don't want to. <laughs> and then she's like, cause I just want to do this. And like, she started doing cartwheels and started dancing and just jumping all over and then singing all over the place. We don't really know what, what happened, but I wasn't at home. She passed away at home and I wasn't there. So it's hard for me because I don't know what she went through or, you know, no one was in the room with her when it happened. It was very unexpected and tragic. So She just made me feel like it was a complete freak thing that happened. Yes. It's almost like I got tangled up in something and then I died. That's how she made me feel. Yeah. She, she literally just made me feel like she just died. Yeah. Whether if she's making me feel that way so you know that she did not suffer or more importantly that she was afraid or looking for you because I felt this quickness to her death. Yeah. And I said that. I was like, what if she reached for us and we weren't there? Oh. I said that. Stacy, did you have an uneasy feeling that day that your daughter passed? Yes. Because I just said, oh, I just got the chills. Did you just get like a goosebump or like a warmth feeling? Yes. Know that that was your daughter's soul that moved through you. Validating that, that now I know why your daughter made me feel this pit in my stomach before the reading started. Because it was almost like that was the same feeling that you had the day that she died. Yes. I had <sighs> actually went out to pick up dinner and I had this like had this feeling at one point where I was going my oldest daughter and my daughter's dad were at home. And I had this feeling at one point where I was going to call and see if they could go ahead and wake her up before I got home. And then I was like, no, I'll just wait until I get there. So I, I feel like that feeling was like I needed to call, but I didn't would not have been able to have prevented the departure. Do you understand that? Yes. And that uneasy feeling, let's view it as you knowing that her soul was at peace instead of something that you could have prevented. Okay. Did she love princess things? She had some things, yes. Cause she came forward with like this little crown and then like she had these dress up shoes on and then this like princess nightgown. So did she have something dress up like that? Or was it a Halloween costume? She had a Halloween costume, uh, Cinderella. 
So did you just come across either the costume or a picture of her in that costume? Yeah, I see her picture in that a lot. So know that when you see that, know that your daughter's soul is with you at that exact moment. She doesn't sit still. No. She, I, they, I, I could see behind, <laughs> is there a chair behind you? Yes. She's like sitting in the chair, getting off of the chair, going on. And then she started jumping up and down and like jumping off the chair and then getting back up on the chair. Is that how she would be like very high energy? Sometimes, yes. So know that she says, mom, this is how I want you to remember me. Was she your youngest? Yes. The reason why I asked you that, I'm going to, I don't even know how to say this to you, Stacey. I'm going to do the very best that I can because this isn't something common that spirit will have me say. She says, I want my mom to have faith again. She says, I want my mom to find strength in God again. And I said to her, I said, okay. I said, but what, how? And she says, my mom wasn't expecting to have me. Is that correct? Um, we didn't really plan it. We were trying, but I didn't know that it would work. Okay. Validating, she says, I want you to view my life as God giving you me for five years. So I don't know, were you struggling in the beginning with the pregnancy or was there an issue or something that you weren't, or maybe it is just simply that you like kind of put it in God's hands and you're like, oh, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Kind of like that. When I had went to the doctor, they um, had told me that if I wanted to try to have another one, I needed to try then, basically. And then she actually came early. She was very tiny and was in the NICU. And I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. So know that she says, Mom, I never want you to forget that God gave you me for five years. She says, my mom would always tell me, Teresa, that I was special. Yes. Did you used to call her angel eyes or she had, a uh, soul's never shown me this. She looked right in my eyes and said, angel eyes. And I don't know what that means. We would talk about her eyes a lot. She had really big brown eyes. To validate that her soul is safe and at peace, that you could not have prevented her departure or more importantly would have known that she was going to pass away that day. Well, even in that moment when you left that house. Okay. Now, who was the mother figure for you on the other side? My mom. Know that your mom says, I am so sorry for what you had to endure. But please know that your precious daughter's soul is with me on the other side. Okay. Your mom then showed me uh, sunflowers. So how do you connect with sunflowers? My mom loves sunflowers. Okay. To validate that the souls are together on the other side. Okay. And your mom says, Stacy, the moments that you feel so alone. And then, and then your daughter is so cute. She goes, and Teresa, there's so many people that live in that house. She is never alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. <laughs> she says, but it's that feeling that you have deep within your soul. Correct, Stacy? Yes. 
Your mom says when you feel that, know that we are right beside you. We are with you at that exact moment. Okay. Was there something done in memory of your daughter? Um, I don't know if it was like at a preschool or at a school or in your town. I don't know if there was like a street named after her, a park. There was a softball tournament that was done in memory of her. We have a big softball family, so. So know that she knows about what was done in memory of her. Did they have her name like on a banner or like, cause she's trying to tell me that the park is named after her. And I'm like, I don't know, but she goes, no, but don't you see the banner? Don't you see it? <laughs> they had a big picture of her, a big picture on a banner hung up at the field. She's claiming now that that field is named after her. Like, she's like, this is my field. Don't you see the banner, Teresa? <laughs> Validating for you that your daughter's soul was present. And I love these moments when spirit does things like that with personality and the things that we do, because it really shows that they are at peace. Because if she wasn't, she wouldn't be able to do these things. Right. She talks about her brother. Do you have a son? Yes. Okay. Does he have a bicycle or did he just get a new bike or ask for a bike? He's There's an old bike in our garage, but he hasn't had it for a really long time. That's fine. I I, I just said, listen, I know that sounds weird or like, why would she bring that up? But that's the point. Okay. Right? Yes. And I don't know if this is the way of her acknowledging her brother. Maybe if it's something, if you mention it to him, he's like, Oh, I literally just took the bike out. I was sitting yeah. on it or I looked at it in the garage or I, I, I rode it or, you know, it validates that her soul is still with him as well. Okay. Is someone the age of 12? My daughter's 13. My middle daughter. Okay. So I don't know if this is just her way of trying to acknowledge her siblings. Okay. Did somebody do a tribute to her? She showed me two symbols at one time and I, I interpreted it as a tribute. My oldest daughter did her eulogy oh. at her service. So know that she wants to thank her for the most amazing and beautiful tribute. Did you release butterflies or balloons or something in memory of her? We did balloons on, her, on um, the day she passed last year. Did you write something on your balloon? Yes. Because she just handed me the balloon and said, I love you too, mom. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I love you. There is no way that I would know that. Yes. Validating that your daughter's soul was with you at that exact moment. Knows what was done in honor and in memory of her. Your daughter just said to me that you feel that as if she, I'm going to go back to the emotion that she made me feel in the beginning of the reading when I had said to you in my speech, um, you know, that it's hard because then we have to sometimes really grasp the fact that our loved one really is gone. Right. Because she made me feel like that you still feel like she's going to come running out of her room at any moment. Yes. So again, know that when you have this feeling, she's with you. Okay. Knowing that she says, Mom, I don't want you to feel that you could have prevented my departure. Okay. She shows me when you got home, how you were holding her. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. So know that your daughter knew that you were holding her. Okay. 
and you were trying to wake her up, bring her back, but her soul had already left. Yes. She says, you did do everything right. Did you have bracelets made and or do you you have a necklace that you wear in memory of your daughter? I've got both. both. I have a necklace that has um, her ashes in it. And I also have, these were made for the softball tournament. Validating that she knows what was done in memory and in honor of her. Now, are they not going to do the softball tournament again? Or was it postponed? Because she goes, tell my mom it's okay that they didn't do the softball tournament. (laughs) I've been talking to her dad. Like, literally, I just talked to him a week ago and was like, why didn't you schedule to have this? We need to do this tournament. (laughs) Like, we just talked about this. I love when spirit brings up these moments, Stacy, because it validates that her soul was with you at the exact moment. Okay. She also showed me that you still can't believe that this is happening. The reading, is that correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. And your daughter said to me, she says, mom, I want you to know that this is a gift from me. She says, you even said it. When you, she goes, Teresa, at first, my mom thought it was a hoax. She didn't think it was real. She didn't really think that. And she goes, until she saw your face, she was like, oh, no, this is really happening. She goes, she kept saying, I don't know if this is real. What if this really isn't Teresa? What? <laughs> this is true. When Alex, when I was trying to get on the first link and Alex called and she was like, we ran over. It's going to be about five minutes. And when I was sitting here waiting, I was like, I'm not going to believe this until I see her face. I'm not going to believe it. Oh my God. So no, how crazy is that? Unbelievable. (laughs) Amazing. Yes. Validating that your daughter's soul is taking responsibility for you being chosen, however you want to interpret it. Because your daughter said to me that you've even said, I don't even know if this is, how could this be real? Things like this don't happen to me, especially since I lost my daughter. Yes, that is true. Validating for you that your daughter says, mom, this is a gift from me. It's a little hug from heaven from me. She says, I know you also keep saying, when is this, I'm going to stop feeling numb. Yes. Stacy, I don't know if that feeling will ever go away. Yeah. People tell me all the time it gets better. And I've said, I don't believe it gets better. You may learn to live with it, but I don't think the feelings will ever get better. Do you know how hard that was for me to say that to you? But your daughter was like, Teresa, it's so important. You have to say that to my mom. Yeah. Validating that in those moments when people say that to you, her soul is with you. But more importantly... That I think that, you know, grieving and healing is so personal. And what I've learned over the years is that how we heal and grieve is up to us. There's no right or wrong way. I always say to people, as long as you're not self-medicating and you're not harming yourself or anyone else, then you grieve and you heal the way that you feel that you need to. And there is no law saying that, all right, it's been this amount of time. I shouldn't be crying every day. You lost your daughter. You might cry every single day for the rest of your life. 
Right. You might not. And I love how she was piggybacking this off of the uh, softball tournament because yeah. it's also a thing of saying like, mom, even if it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen right away or now if we have to wait until the spring, she says, don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Don't be mad at dad. Right. <laughs> she goes, there's so many other things for you to be mad at him for. <laughs> 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 she also shows me were you thinking of doing something with her clothing or you were thinking what am oh I going to do with her clothing oh my gosh I actually was just I was talking to my boss about wanting to do this reading and I was like if she if if Easton's really there she's probably going to say listen to my dad and get rid of those clothes <laughs> because he had said something to me before about the boxes of clothes that we had and he didn't think we needed to keep them. And I was like, yeah, I'm not getting rid of anything. I'm going to leave them in the box in a room. Like, so clearly your daughter validated that there are plenty of other things for you to get mad at dad for. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we do this? Um, and again, there's no time. And, and I want to make this perfectly clear, Stacey, when spirit brings up things like this, this doesn't mean that this is what we have to do or, or what we should or shouldn't do. It's right. simply validating that the soul, her soul was present. But now she's also going to give you the tools to also help you to make a choice and decision. Fair enough. Yeah. When you feel the time is right, she says, mom, maybe you just start going through some of my clothing, deciding and I'm just going to hypothetical this, put aside the things um, or get rid of the things that might be stained or ripped or really worn and start there. Then okay. she says, then maybe in a, in a couple of months, weeks, days, maybe it'll be a couple hours later, go through it again and be like, oh, take out all of your favorite things that you loved of hers okay. and maybe even the things that she loved and put them aside. Maybe ask other family members, are there anything that you would like to keep of hers okay. that you would like to keep? And maybe then with the favorite things we leave and then all the other things, instead of donating them, you can either donate them or maybe we make a blanket or a pillow or teddy bears out of the, those. Or maybe we do those with the favorite articles of clothing and we donate the rest of the items. Okay. And I, I love that your daughter is giving you these options of saying, okay, this is how we're going to look at this mom. And yeah. we don't have to do this now. We, you might, you might get off of this reading and go, you know what? I'm going to go, just go take a look at the clothes. We don't have to do anything with them. Right. And I love how she gave you the options of doing those things, but know that her soul will be with you. Whatever it is that you choose to do, she will support the decision. Okay. And I, I think what people also don't realize is that I don't ever think it's the perfect time to get rid of or donate our loved one's belongings. Some people feel the need that they have to do it right away because they can't bear to look at right. the, the items. Some people want to leave it the room or that things exactly the way that they left them. And it might stay like that for decades. Right. There there really is no right or wrong way. It's whatever helps you. And this is the way you might feel now, Stacy. Next week, six months from now, five years from now, you might change your mind. Right. But that's when you're ready. 
everyone deals with the grief differently. Okay. Now, does, is there a shirt with her name on it, um, a softball shirt with her name on the back of it? Yes. Yes. Her dad's softball team had um, her name put on the back of their shirt as in memory. Okay. Validating that I interpret, look, my job is just to interpret the information. It's up to you to now place it on how it fits in your life or more importantly, how it can help you in the healing process. Right. So I don't know, does someone have like a double zero on the back of their shirt? Or why do I keep seeing two zeros? I'm sure somebody does. <laughs> I, I don't know what double zero would mean. I don't have a meaning for it. Um, so I, I don't know. I actually like when I have no idea what I'm talking about, which is most of the time, <laughs> but I love when you can't connect with it. And then all of a sudden you might be like, oh my God, I did. I found this shirt at double zero. Your husband might say something about the double zero shirt. Now, um, did your son just ask you to take him for sneakers or did he request a new pair of sneakers? He buys shoes all the time. Oh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to get shoes. Where, where are you from? Virginia. Do you live on a lot of property or is there a lot of land? Yes. Because yes. she just, I feel like she's bringing me out in your backyard, but I feel like it's a field. <laughs> yes. Like it's a lot of property. Yes. So are there times that you think you see your daughter out there or you feel her? I sit out on the back porch and look at the sky a lot. And I'm like, that looks like a face in the sky. That's my baby looking at me. Yes. Well, Stacy, know that that's real. Know okay. that that is your daughter's soul that is showing herself to you, allowing you to feel her stronger even in that moment. Okay. Now, were you going to do something in your yard or uh, on the property in memory of her? Yeah, I will. I wanted to do a bench or something out there for her okay. and some other people that have passed. This does not mean that this is what you have to do or that you should do it. Okay. It just validates that the soul is present. Okay. Um, your mom is holding back all of the other people that have died. She's like, it's just me and my granddaughter. Everyone stay back. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> so what I think your mom is showing is that, yes, there are other souls here. But it's almost like I feel like your mom is like, I just want this to be about you and your daughter. Okay. Who is the father figure that has departed and the young male that's passed? My dad has departed. Um, and his son, my, it would have been my half brother. Okay. But I, I never met him. But So know that they're all together on the other side and your mom is like keeping them back. Okay. Okay. So you know that they're all present. Okay. Cause I looked and your mom, like she like whispered in my ear, she's so polite and soft spoken. Yeah. And she says to me, she says, my daughter has been through enough. She says, I don't know if I could have ever survived what she has gone through. She says, and I am holding back all the other souls because she deserves this peace. 
She deserves this moment with her daughter and to know that her soul is with her I almost feel like every minute of the day, you're constantly sensing or feeling something from your daughter. Know that that's real. Okay. Do you have ceiling fans in your home? Yes. Okay. Do they go on for no reason? Or did you notice one moving and there was no reason why it should move? Or like things go get turned on and off for no reason? Or your daughter's toys go off and no one's playing with them or touching them? The light in her bedroom a couple of times we have like I, I turn it off and then when I come back through I'm like didn't I turn that light off and it'll be on and I'm like maybe I'm just tripping <laughs> maybe I didn't turn it off know that it's not your imagination and more importantly you're not crazy know okay. that your daughter's soul is taking responsibility for that okay and there's something about the fans so I'm gonna say pay attention to the ceiling fans okay specifically ceiling fans that I okay. don't even know if I've ever said that to someone in a reading before. <laughs> okay. Now, do you have a dog that passed and a dog here in the physical world? Um, I have a dog here. I okay. haven't do had a dog a long, for a long time there. Other than the one I have now. Well, whose dog passed? Cause your mom brings forward the dog. I mean, we had dogs when we were younger. Oh, that passed. Okay. Yeah. And you have a dog now, correct? Yes. And does the dog bark at nothing or gravitate towards her room and just like lay there? The dog goes to her room a lot when he gets through there, yes. So know that it's because he senses and feels her soul. It is easier for animals and young children to connect with the souls of the departed because their minds aren't busy and bogged down with burdens and guilt. And we then say to ourselves, are we crazy? Am I making this up? Fair enough. So know yeah. that what you sense and feel is real. Know okay. that it is her soul. And when the dog acts odd for no reason, know that he's sensing and feeling her soul. Okay. I just now saw the dog like laying on her blanket or like curling up like on her clothes or something. So was there a blanket in her room or a comforter or did you find the dog on her bed? Um, I have her blanket on my bed. So the dog is on that sometimes, yes. So no. Again, I asked her to be more specific. She then said to me, she goes, oh, she goes, you're picky, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I feel you can get, you can, I go, you're such a so strong soul and such an old soul. Uh, you know, she's like, oh, she goes more. I got to give you more. <laughs> <laughs> so know that when the dog does that again, especially that know that her soul is with you. Okay. Is there, I'm going to go back to this, uh, besides the light, cause she showed it to me again. So is there like a radio or music or will your phone go off for no reason or like toys go off for no reason? We have an Alexa that will go off every once in a while and for no reason. And we'll be like, we wasn't even talking to you. What is she talking about? Like, she'll just start talking. What is she talking about? Know that that's your daughter's soul. I believe that. She had just learned how to say Alexa to get it to turn music on, honestly. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how to do it. That's crazy. Amazing. 
when yes. I say crazy, it's like, it's like, I'm freaking out. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> now, did you used to make your daughter breakfast every day or cause she's like, Oh, can you tell my mom? I, I feel like pancakes. I'm like, no one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> so um, sometimes. Yeah. Can you connect with Disney? Yes. Okay. Did you go to Disney? Did you do breakfast with Dis at Disney? She would just watch uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse some um, when she was younger. We haven't really went anywhere. Okay, so I don't know what I don't know what this is. She uh, she showed me something like my mom and I used to do for my kids. Like we would just make like two little pancakes and then a big one in the middle, and we used to call them Mickey Mouse pancakes. Right. So she's showing me that, and then she had me at Disney. So I don't know. I don't know what this means. I don't know if it's something that you thought about, and I don't know why she had me say breakfast at Disney. So I don't know if it's something that somebody was thinking about. Maybe one of your other children was like, "Oh, can we go to Disney?" We we've talked about going to Disney a lot, actually, since she passed. Yes. No, this does not mean that you say, oh, she said, well, you should all go to Disney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it means that her soul was present. And it's almost like giving us permission, like it's okay to go to Disney. Okay. It's this moment sometimes in someone's reading when spirit gives us that encouragement that gift of not feeling guilty about embracing life again. I said, why, why do I feel like there's more to you not showing me exactly what happened or how she died when I first connected with her? And she said to me, she said, Teresa, she said, it's something that my mom is afraid that people are going to ask because she doesn't know what to say. So she actually had a surgery done the day before she passed, and it was supposed to be a very routine surgery. Um, and then, like I said, we found her the next day, the next night, not breathing. So it's fair enough to say when your daughter kept saying over and over, there's no way that my mom would have known that I was going to die, that this was going to happen, that there was something wrong. Right. So it's almost like if this happens, um, it's almost like we just, I, I passed tragically unexpected because we really don't know what happened. Right. And then maybe share a beautiful memory of your daughter. Okay. With that person. So we leave that person with the beautiful memory, not the wondering or the questions of what happened. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. This procedure that she had wasn't a life or death procedure. It wasn't like that she, she, I feel like she had to have it, but she didn't. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Because she said to me, tell my mom there were no regrets. I don't want my mom to feel that if I didn't have this procedure that I never would have died. Okay. Was it something in the throat or, <clears throat> cause remember I kept feeling like I felt like I, I choked or I was choking. Yes. She had a tonsillectomy done. So know that she says, and, and then she shows me, she goes, it's not even saying that there was anything even wrong. Right? 
Yeah. That's right. It's just literally like her heart just stopped. Yes. Do you have Dairy Queen by you? Yes. Did she like Dairy Queen or was there something about, because she first showed me this Dairy Queen and then she showed me like an ice cream cake. I don't know if it's something like, if, don't be surprised if someone, if you, if someone says, oh, can I get a Dairy Queen cake for my birthday? Or it doesn't mean that, oh, we got to run and get it. It's just her, I think, validating that she will be a part of everything that goes on. Do you have like a a little stained glass angel or like a little angel statue? Yes. Because yes. she keeps saying to me, tell my mom, because she did the thing again with the angel eyes. And then she says, tell my mom, I am her little angel. Yes. Uh, your daughter also says, I want you to know that how you laid me to rest was so beautiful. So whether if you feel that you wished you could have laid her to rest differently um, or you didn't have to make certain decisions, she says it was perfect. Okay. Do you also have a piece of her hair? I have a piece of my mom's. Oh. Yeah. It's on her arm. Were you thinking about doing something or putting the hair in something else? My dad originally had kept it when my mom passed and he had it on her urn. And a couple of times I have thought, it's so weird that that's there. <laughs> like, like, should we really... put it in a piece of, should we put it away? Should we put right. it in a piece of jewelry? Right. Validating that if you do choose to, she supports the decision. Fair okay. enough? Yes. Now your loved ones, your daughter was the last one to leave the physical world. Is that correct? Yes. Because they showed me that your dad actually stepped forward with this. And he said, my daughter, I, cause I watched him lean over and kiss you. And he says, my daughter wants to know if we were there for her. So know that all of our souls were there to take her to the other side, even though she might not have known us or known us for a long time. Right. Fair enough. Yes. Validating that all of the souls did come for her okay. and that she wasn't alone or more importantly, afraid. Cause I literally feel like I was sleeping. She was, she was sleeping. Did she like to paint her nails? Um, so a couple of times it wasn't. I don't like, know why she just showed me nails painted. I don't normally see that. I just painted my nails last night. Oh, <laughs> I just done them last night. So know that you're, was it her favorite color or you were deciding on what color to use? I was trying to decide on a color. Yeah. <laughs> to validate that her soul was with you at that exact moment. And more okay. importantly, that her soul will never leave you. Okay. I think it is one of the hardest things um, to lose a loved one but parents are not supposed to bury their children. Right. And I am still in awe of your daughter's soul on how she was saying, I need my mom to have her faith in God back. I believe that. I said a couple of times that I want to believe in God, 
but at the same time, I've been so like, how can so much happen to one person? So, so it's been angry. questionable. Yes. So what I love in this moment, it's almost like giving you permission to feel that way. And to say, you know what? Let's just know, let this experience be that your daughter's soul is safe and at peace. Okay. And in a safe place. Okay. That there truly is more to life than just here in the physical world. Let's start there. I feel like that will be your little mustard seed. Okay that little bit of faith and that little bit of hope. It's something to hold on to because there is no way, Stacy, that if your daughter's soul wasn't safe and at peace and, and with God, there's no way that she would have been able to do all of these things. Right. I mean, she talked about things that there is no way that I would know about. Right. Right? Yes. The thing, that, that feeling in the stomach, I mean, I am still freaked out by that. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't even start the reading and we both, I got she, that feeling in my stomach. Yeah. And then, and then to say, this is this almost like the same feeling my mom had the day that I died. Yes. So if we take nothing else away from this, know that your daughter's soul is at peace, that her, your, her soul is still with you, loving, guiding, and protecting you from the other side. And that she is with your other loved ones. Okay. I consider what I do an honor and a privilege to do this work. The fact that you trusted me with the soul of your daughter gives me the strength to continue to do what I do. Thank you. And knowing that this work is so very important. Yes. So I wanna thank you for trusting me and I hope this experience gives you the peace and comfort that you deserve and knowing and being able to, when we have all these experiences, to know that it is your daughter's soul that is right beside you. And it's not your imagination. You're not crazy. It is okay. her getting your attention. I am so sorry, Stacy, for all of your losses. I wish you all the best. Thank you. My name is Stacy Hernandez, and I am from Natural Bridge, Virginia. I think my experience with Teresa, it went well. I was actually just in complete shock <laughs> the whole time. I couldn't believe it was her. The experience went well. It really helped me see things a little better than before. Teresa had mentioned to me or asked me if we had done a balloon release for my daughter. She also had asked me if I had wrote on that balloon. and. Nobody else that was there. We had a lot of family there that day, but nobody else that was there knew that I had done that. So that was something that I wasn't sure how anybody would know. She also had mentioned to me, and in the reading, she had asked me a couple of things that I wasn't really sure what it meant. But it's, of course, as soon as I got off, I realized what they were. So she had asked me about the number double zero when we were talking about um, the in-memory softball shirts that we had made. And I realized after the meeting that my dad, my dad had an older shirt that he used to wear and it was a double zero and at his service, we had actually had all of our family and friends sign his shirt. 
So it was hanging in my closet. And then the other thing was she kept asking me about, um, she kept saying that my daughter kept showing her her eyes and that she you know, it was like saying angel eyes. And I couldn't really relate at the time what she was saying, but she actually brought it up, I think, twice during the meeting. And I realized right afterwards that we actually had donated my daughter's eyes after she passed. And I am pretty certain that's what she was referring to. The only other thing that I could, um, that I did make out was um, she was asking about a dog that had passed that my mom was bringing through. And I assumed it had to have been a dog from a long time ago because I haven't had a dog recently. But afterwards, I realized my brother had actually just lost a dog that he had had for almost 14 years. So I, I feel like that's probably the dog that my mom had. The balloon thing was the huge thing for me about the writing on the balloon. And she handed me a balloon that says, I love you too. And that's exactly what I wrote on that balloon was, I love you. Um, and nobody, I, like nobody knew that, not even a select few people, nobody knew. So that was the, the biggest thing for me. When she said that my mom was kind of keeping the other spirits back, like she wanted this just to be for me and my daughter, that was really something big for me. And I, I really feel like my mom would definitely be doing that because of everything that had happened. So that was pretty big. Overall, I really felt a little bit of pressure kind of released. I can't really explain it. I felt a little more okay with some things that I've been having a lot of trouble with. The reading was just amazing. Like it really did a lot of good things for me personally. I think the biggest takeaway for me is going to be to try to let go of this guilt that I have for how everything happened with my daughter. I've known since day one that this wasn't something that was my fault, but it's hard to let go of that guilt. But Teresa had, you know, mentioned to me many times that my daughter said, you wouldn't have known this and this was not your fault and not to feel guilty about this decision that was made and I just really needed to hear that. I haven't really noticed not anything more or anything different than I did before. Like she said in the reading, we have a house full and there's always stuff going on. So not that it's not, it's just that I don't have really have time that I even notice a lot of things that are going on. Well, she had asked me about the ceiling fans coming on or off and I've never really noticed that they do that. And I have been paying a little more attention to it now, but I still haven't noticed anything. So the only thing that I can figure is my daughter hated ceiling fans, so I don't know if she was talking about them going on and off or if she was just in general mentioning because we have moved since my daughter passed and the new house we're in actually has three ceiling fans and we've talked about how she would have hated those. So I don't know if it was something with them going on and off or if it was just in general my daughter talking about those ceiling fans. <laughs> yeah, she hated ceiling fans. She was absolutely terrified in a restaurant or anywhere. She was always terrified of the stolen van. She also had asked me about a Dairy Queen. She was talking about my daughter with like ice cream or ice cream cake and I couldn't make the connection then and like I said I still don't know that this actually goes with that but my daughter had a little ice cream. It's not like like you push it and it's like got ice cream like a spot for ice cream cones and it's like a little 
food truck basically, but it's ice cream that she played with like always, <laughs> always. I definitely think the reading will help me and it's not that I don't believe or anything like that. It's just, I lost my mom in May of 2018. I lost my dad in July of 2019 and I lost my daughter in January of 2020. So within two and a half years, I had been hit with, you know, the loss of three of the most important people in your life. It was definitely hard for me to believe that, you know, somebody that does so much good could also just take so much. So it has been a struggle. And, and I have said many, many times um, to friends and family that, you know, I, I wanted to have the faith and I wanted to believe because when I leave here that if, you know, if there is something else after this, I want to be with, with my family again, but that it was so hard for me to find that just with everything that we've been through. So I do think the reading will help me to find that again. I do think it's still going to be a little time because I'm just so angry with everything but I'm working towards that an amazing experience for me and I just can't even believe that I got to do it I'm just grateful to her for being able to help people like myself all the time